Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, everyone, to the early line. Live right here on Sports Grid on a Thursday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, what's the word on a Thursday morning? Welcome back, NBA action. And as you said it yesterday, right, for the second half of the season, not really. There's only about 20, 25 games between these teams left. But I'm excited for that. College basketball, as you said, in full swing. Some big-time games yesterday and some profitable ones as well, K-Dub. No doubt about it. A lot for us to get to today here on a Thursday. Very excited for the second half of that NBA season. Some key NBA updates, but we begin with Major League Baseball. Usually I like to slap this in the seven-hole DRS and eh, do away with it, but this maybe feels like the most important update till this point here. If there is no deal between the two sides Monday, we are not playing 162. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to hold down the fort for everybody. So, you know, listen up segments will now be fully dedicated to Major League Baseball slander until we get some things underway here. But this is not a good sign. And, you know, one of the questions I'm going to ask a little bit later, Kevin, is what is the deal here? Who's at fault? Is it the players? Is it the owners? Is it both of them? It just seems like, Mm -hmm. and it's not the case, but every year we're always talking about baseball and the next, you know, player strike or lockout situation. It's ridiculous at this point. At some point, we you know, over the weekend, I'm sure there will be a little bit more clarity, but today we will expand on this as well. We'll bring in the uh, Major League Baseball odds board, too, because at some point, you know, we, Donnie, intend to do a baseball preview for people, preseason yeah. uh, edition. I hope that we don't have to randomly scramble and be, hey, baseball starts tomorrow, by the way. Like, what do you mean? We didn't. We didn't have anything planned, but we'll we'll get there in time. Major League Baseball, obviously a mess, but that's, I think, how Major League Baseball. Quick, all right, Don, let me ask you this. Does Rob Manfred's job not to avoid this, or is it to make sure that there's a lockout every other year? I, what is his job? I think, yeah. I think so. it's like threatening a job every other year keeps peak performance yeah. on the field. Now, Kevin, maybe they should do a nice little, you know, three days of drinking a lot of ghee, and then maybe at the end yeah. of those three days, Kevin, we will be able to uh, get some things done here. A little cleanse. Yeah, everyone needs to everyone needs to have a nice cleanse in Major League Baseball. That I can agree <laughs> with here. Uh, another interesting update. This one in the NBA, and it's it's a Kyrie update, but it it's not, but it is basically though. DRS in New York, they are working their way towards lifting the mask mandate, aka Kyrie Irving within a month or so looks to be playing games at 
home for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, it's interesting to see New York City. Now, I don't know who votes on this, whether it's, you know, the city governance or just the mayor himself. I wonder if one of those or many of those are either Brooklyn Nets fans or New York Knicks fans because it'll be simple. Hey, we got to get Kyrie back on the court. We got to vote and clear this through. Or if you're Knicks fans going, man, he should have been a Nick to begin with here. Sit him out for the next month or so. (laughs) We'll see how it plays into it. But this is big, big time. If we're factoring on the Nets, A, making the playoffs, and B, being a real factor in the playoffs, if they can get their stars on the court at home i think we'll talk a little bit about which one maybe it does impact more i'll tell you though donnie mentioned knicks fans there (laughs) kemba knicks i don't even know how this team is real sometimes but the knicks reported by adrian warjanowski donnie have agreed with kemba walker to sideline him for the remainder of the season how is this possible he is the biggest move that they made all off season long This team is not even inside the top 10 in the Eastern Conference. Kemba Walker joined a team that was the fourth seed in the East. This is embarrassing. What in the world is going on? First, we bring the radio audience into the fold. Appreciate all those tuned into the early line. Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh, Donnie right side. You know the deal. DRS, Knicks, Kemba, huh? Yeah, we talk about like worst to first in like sports, but how about uh, worst or should I say the opposite direction for the head coach? Like, man, Tibbs is really good. He's got the Knicks rolling last year, and then you step into this, and it looks like Mm -hmm. he has no idea how to deal with a rotation. So it's kind of funny because usually at the end of the year, you're trying to tank games. You say, look, you know what? Veteran guy, make a lot of money. We're going to shut you down because we're going to move you in the offseason. Don't need you to get hurt. But this is almost like just crazy town because you're looking at a Knicks team that was like, hey, we got Kemba. Let's use him. You know what? This isn't working. I'm just going to banish you to the end of the bench. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to start you tonight and watch you go off for 30-plus points. And then a few weeks later, go, yeah, this ain't working out anymore. Going to put you to the back at the end of the bench. Amazing times in New York City for sure. Yeah, Thibs is all over it. Another shutdown as well, at least for over a month here. Blazers, big man Yusuf Nurkic will be missing time as that team looks to bottom out, not stay competitive in the back end of the Western Conference. Want to bring college basketball into the fold, some big results, Donnie, but I would have to say none bigger than a triple overtime win for the luckiest team in the country, perhaps. Uh Providence, 99-92, win, cover, job done for the Friars. Yeah, 23-3 and on the season, but as some people tell you, they won every single game by absolute pure luck. No skill involved, and eventually it's going to catch up to them. They're going to be Big East regular season champions. How about that for luck? Ooh, I like that. And I got to at some point, like, if every single time you play a close game, you win, maybe you're good at winning close (laughs) games. It's just just an idea, people. Also, we saw the Kentucky Wildcats with a big-time comeback against LSU. Won the game by five. Impressive stuff there. But also, Donnie, NFL broadcasting rumors. Troy Aikman darting to ESPN. Opens up a spot in Fox. They're calling some Super Bowl head coaches. Sean McVay has options out there. Now, hold on, man. Just because he's moving over, don't tell me a coach is going in that spot. Checking my phone right now. Ooh, Fox Sports. <laughs> Hello. That's dang. But I'm not. Right I'm side. I'm not available. Buck. Now. Right on side. The buck. Wow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Let's digest NBA headlines as we head into the post-All-Star break part of the schedule here. We certainly have NBA action to break down tonight inside our number two. But I want to start with the Kyrie Irving update, DRS, that it seems safe enough to say, assuming the Brooklyn Nets make the playoffs, which considering they're in the play, and I guess is not a formality, that the Brooklyn Nets will have Kyrie Irving for the postseason. And we've seen the Nets now move off of the same number as the Bucks to win the NBA championship. They do remain, though, with the same odds in the Eastern Conference. What's your reaction to the NYC update that basically equates to Kyrie Irving soon will be able to play some home games in Brooklyn? I mean, good news for the Nets, right? Or at least the appearance of good news. Now, let's also keep in mind our reference points here, right? Because you get all excited. Like, ooh, he's going to play at home. It's a very vague tweet. And you brought that up yesterday. It's not as if saying, hey, by the way, March 3rd, we are dropping the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates in New York City so everybody can go back to work. It's basically saying, yeah, you know what? Let's put this out here and see how the public responds to it. We see that many times in sports, and now it's in government. And you say, okay, well, do we have an exact date? No, we haven't got around that far. It's weeks. So weeks could mean February, excuse me, March the 3rd, March the 14th, March the 21st, May, June. We don't know when it's coming or when that's going to get approved. But if you're looking for a, you know, glass half full, that's what you're getting here with the Nets. And also keep in mind, it seems like we had a break here over the All-Star weekend where it was like, hey, we're not getting very much information out of the Brooklyn Nets with who's actually healthy and when they're coming back, Kevin. Because the same way we look at Kyrie Irving, Vax mandate, can you play, mass mandate, we don't know a specific time frame. Now, Kevin Durant is the best, you know, kept secret of all, should I say, since Kawhi Leonard, who tore his ACL and was, you know, hey, he might play on Saturday night, and nobody was giving us any information. And the same thing with Ben Simmons. Just it's out there, right? Hey, Ben's going to come back. When's he coming back? Well, we really don't know yet. So this could actually hit hard next week. Like, whoa, Kevin, Ben Simmons is back. Durant is back. And Kyrie Irving could play home and away games, or it could be March 14th, Kevin. It's like, boy, we haven't got any clarity on any three of those players here at this time. So it's a pretty wild time where if you're looking to get into a betting market, volatility is what you're going to get into right now. 
Look, I think there's a fun exercise that we can play of a guess the line down the road of, a, you know, you, you grab a Nets game out of a bucket, right? You know, what's the line going to be March 16th, home yeah. versus Dallas? Or, you know, I give you over under one and a half Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant to be on the court for a March 16th game against Dallas. The reaction to this for me has nothing to do with the regular season. Because there's absolutely nothing been promised that seems like this is going to be a massive boost to their regular season. Sometime next month. So again, remember that eight-game you know portion of the schedule that I've referenced on? It's going to be murderer's row for this Nets team. Hey, Kyrie ain't playing March 3rd home versus Miami. That's not how this is going to go. Maybe he's back March 21st against Utah at home. Maybe. I don't know. He's, you know, March 31st, home versus Milwaukee. Okay, he should be back by then. Five games left in the regular season. Where this news to me is relevant, Donnie, and the only place that this news is relevant is not the win total, which has been completely unmoving. It's not make-miss postseason odds. It's whether or not then this team can win an NBA championship, which we have seen move off the same number as the Milwaukee Bucks, now at plus 550. The problem for me with the Brooklyn Nets, though, Donnie, is the numbers are just unbettable. In the same breath that I tell you Brooklyn has the chance to beat any team in the NBA when fully healthy, I can't bet them as the co-favorites to win the East, checking in at a number that has them as the... at the eighth seed, that can't happen, Donnie. I'm, there's no world that that's going to happen for me here with this Brooklyn Nets team. Start hanging five to ones in the Eastern Conference, and we can start to have some discussions. Kyrie back for the playoffs, it's a boost, but the numbers are already ridiculous on Brooklyn. They are ridiculous on Brooklyn. Let's take a look from an NDA perspective, too, because it's about making money in a big city. There is yeah. a legitimate chance that the Knicks and the Nets both miss out on the playoffs and including missing out on the playoffs, not even getting into the playoff games and also are playing games. The Nets at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, as you said, the Golden State Warriors plus 410, Phoenix mm-hmm. Suns plus 410. Number third in line is the Brooklyn Nets at plus 550. It's wild to think about, Kevin. A week and a half ago, look at the roster that they were starting. That team right now is third overall in the NBA to make it and win an NBA Finals. It's outrageous to think about. And you're right. There is no clarity here. If it was March 3rd, everybody is back. We're going on a charge. Say, you know what? Brooklyn's probably going to get, obviously, into the playing games. Might even sneak into one of those five or six seeds because they're going to go on a run. They're just more talented than everybody. But are you telling me for another week to week and a half we're going to run out the Patty Mills and uh, Seth Curry starting lineups? Get out of town. This team is going to be struggle to even stay in the play-ins. That's what you're dealing with now. A team that is not talented at all in their starting lineup right now because three guys are missing, that they're still sitting at a plus 550. Tells you a lot about the bookmakers also really struggling to get a grasp on what we can anticipate from the Nets down the stretch. Yeah, I think they don't want to hang a 10-1, to though, because then people will actually become interested in betting yes. Brooklyn. It opens up that exposure a little bit. We'll get to the other team in New York in a minute. But let me sneak in this Blazers update here, DRS, yeah. around Nurkic now missing a month mm-hmm. plus. What's going on in Portland is incredible to watch, man. They are currently the 10th spot in the Western Conference, good enough to make the play-in. Two games in front of San Antonio and the Pelicans, neither team really would be striking the fear into most. 
And yet Portland sits there, Donnie, at plus 240 to make the play-in. And I can't even possibly argue to you that it is time to get involved with the Portland Trailblazers. A projected lineup out of the break that's going to look something along the lines of Anthony Simons, C.J. Ellaby, Josh Hart, Justice Winslow, and Trendon Watford. Six foot eight, Trendon Watford checking in in his rookie season out of LSU as your mm-hmm. starting center. What is going on in Portland? I mean, the bottom out is unbelievable. Meanwhile, Donnie, Damian Lillard goes, yeah, I watch every single Pelicans game because I can't believe CJ's gone. What is going on here? Yeah, we want to rebuild around Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard wants to stay in Portland. And I got to tell you, the tanks are out in Portland right now. So immediately you look at that like, oh, man, he went down with an injury. No, read between the lines what's going on in Portland here. You know, when you take a look at Nurkic, from the beginning of the season, had a problem with his foot, played through it the entire mm-hmm. season, having one of the best seasons of his career. And you say, oh, man, it's really getting bad lately. He just came off the month of February, Kevin, 18, 13, and 4. Maybe the best single month of his career. And the front office goes, we're not rushing Dane back. This guy might actually win a ball game or two for us. Mm-hmm. Let's sit him on the sidelines and just say, hey, we're going to reevaluate in six weeks. You know what that means? Hopefully we're so far behind that we can actually bring Nurkic back for like, I don't know, the last week, week and a half and say, we weren't tanking. Uh-huh. Did you see that? He just needed time off. Absolutely not. You want to talk about teams to watch down the stretch. The Portland Trailblazers are one because maybe they do the old OKC. Let's play well for three quarters, get everything in there. And then the fourth quarter, let's just tank off the map and make sure we lose these games. But the tank, full effect in Portland. The Portland Trailblazers have 25 wins. Their updated win total is 32 and a half with Mm. minus 130 juice to the under. Donnie, right now, remaining strength of schedule, second easiest in the NBA belongs to the Blazers. Anthony Simons, if you like playing ball, man, you toss a stinker in there once every five, pal, or the shutdown is on its way. I'll say this, though, DRS, their first six out of the starting gates here, Golden State, Denver, Phoenix, Minnesota, Minnesota, Utah, that'd probably be enough for them to let Nurkic get back out there (laughs) onto the court, rip that 0-6 to come out of the gate and pour, all right, good enough now. But down the back, like, they play Oklahoma City and Houston and San like, 18 times in a row. So maybe they'll mm-hmm. make a push down the back end there, but that's when they really that's when they, they pull that OKC. All right, now Simon shut it down. They're going to shut down CJ Ellaby in Portland. Mm-hmm. My goodness, we'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sportsman. NBA second half underway today. And DRS and I have selected two teams, one from the East, one from the West, each, to keep your eye on. And this can really mean anything here. Whether you want to fade this group, back this group, futures markets, player props, whatever it might be. And Donnie, I love one of the teams that uh, you decided to select here. They've got some big news just yesterday, and that would be the New York Knicks. Kemba Walker, sideline, rest of the year. Things are great in New York. Tell me a little bit why, Donnie, you're eyeing up the New York Knicks in the second half. Yeah, here's what I wanted to do. Take a team that I'm intrigued with where maybe they're getting a little bit of disrespect here as they head towards the playoffs, and one team that I have no idea what to do with them, which is why it makes me fascinated night in and night out. Mm -hmm. A New York Knicks team that last year had the city in the palm of their hand. Bing bong going left and right. It's a shame, you know, they get knocked out of the playoffs, but you're saying to yourself after last year, boy, I can't wait for another Knicks season here at MSG. It is going to be rocking. Well, it's rocking for one thing, and rocking maybe to go off the cliff because if you take a look right now at the Knicks, 25 and 34, not even, it's probably not even in striking distance at this point here from getting into the play in games. But more importantly, on top of that, you saw yesterday, hey, Kemba Walker is going to the bench and never to be seen again. Who cares if he can help us down the stretch? Maybe we move him out of the starting lineup and say, hey, give us 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. We can really use you to win basketball games. We just talked about the Portland Trailblazers probably going to tank mode for the rest of the way. And it's wild to think, like, even in the t- – there's 10 spots technically to get into the postseason. And the Knicks aren't mm-hmm. going to be able to get there. Like, they're not going to be able to pass the Washington Wizards. Like, man, the Wizards made a move at the trade deadline. No way we can go ahead of them now. It's astounding to see how far the Knicks have fallen. But more importantly, are they bettable for the rest of the year? Because it's pretty apparent that they're probably not trying to win games because maybe getting a better draft position. I don't know. But also, Kevin, how does this impact each individual guys when you're trying to take a look at prop bets each night? One of the one mm-hmm. things that you can really bank on here is Julius Randle, no matter what the situation is, he's going to get 35-plus minutes a night and have a heavy usage rate on the court. Does that change now, Kevin? Does that say, hey, look, we might need to trade this guy in the summer for Zion, or do we re-up him? Do we move him at this point? The one thing you can't do, Kevin, is run him out of gas and get him injured in games that technically might not mean anything. So give me the New York Knicks out of the East where, boy, I don't know what's going to happen each and every night, and I'm going to try to find some value on that. I think it's a fascinating group. You know, if they are tanking, will Thibodeau now let Cam Reddish play, who they traded for to give him a chance to grow? Or maybe just keep running Alec Burks out there each and every opportunity that you're, you're, you know, you're able to get here. But, Donnie, with all of these teams, right, you, you take a look at the win total. And, I, and I'll be honest, it's hard to, you know, have the time to go through every single listed NBA win total because the FanDuel Sportsbook yes. has done a tremendous job giving you all the options under the sun. Uh, but right now... The Knicks number is 35 and a half. You're going to need 11 and 12 in the second half for the Knicks to go over that number. And again, it's very hard to project super far down the road, Donnie. But just these first nine games, if I give you the first nine games for the Knicks, 
Home versus Miami. Home versus Philly. Double dogs, no doubt about that. Seven straight on the road. At Philly, at Phoenix, at the Clippers, at the Kings, at the Mavericks, at the Grizzlies, at the Nets. Are they about to come out as an underdog in eight of their first nine games here in the second half of the season? 35 and a half, Donnie, actually feels like, I mean, they're, they're benching Kemba, right? They didn't do anything to improve the roster. They're kind of sat in no man's land, and they're playing awful basketball as is, they only won one of the about their last eight games anyway to close out the first half of the season. The 35 and a half feels like they're getting way too much respect. They are getting way too much respect at this point because we, we don't know for sure, like, if tank mode is in effect. But whenever you see, like, hey, this guy was a starter, we're trying to make it work, and oh, yeah, let's just banish him once again to the bench. Something is amiss here. And we've watched many a Knicks game here on In Play Sports and over the past couple months going, what is this rotation? Are the starters ever coming back? Hey, the bench just made a run to get the game within five. Let's keep the bench out here because they're a bench for a reason and not as good as the starters, and the game goes back to 15 points. It's going to be pretty interesting to see, Kevin, down the stretch, those actual rotations and if they are trying to win or not. And to be honest with you, we're going to know fairly quickly. Those fourth-quarter lineups in a close game, that's going to tell you the tale of the season for the Knicks heading throughout the remainder of the 2022 season. No doubt about it. The other team that I want to talk about from the Eastern Conference is the Washington Wizards. And I know the Wizards are not the sexiest team in the NBA. Right now, 27-31 and 31 here. And they were sellers at the deadline. The thing, though, about sellers is very rarely, if ever, do they bring back a player who has the ceiling of a Chris Stapps Porzingis. Now, I know Chris Stapps has not been the New York Knicks version of him for a long time. I understand that there. But this becomes very interesting. First of all, Donnie, simply put, from a props perspective, how Chris Stapps shakes things up here, the anticipation is on Friday. They'll play the Spurs, and he will make the debut. That should be in the starting lineup there. What do his numbers look like? How does that impact a Kyle Kuzma all of a sudden on this roster here? But the other world and where I'm interested, Donnie, in the Washington Wizards right now, they're one game back of the ninth spot here in the Eastern Conference. And you'd look at the Washington Wizards' odds to make the play-in in the East. It's plus 440. Not win, not make the playoffs, just get into a top 10 spot. Mm -hmm. Donnie, one game back, plus 440 on the Washington Wizards there. You walk yourself into a couple of wins here, a couple of wins there. Teams in front of you mess up. I think plus 440 is a nice piece of value on the Washington Wizards. No, and that's the way you have to look at it here because anything can happen in, when you're talking about, oh, they got to make up three and a half games. No, they don't. They basically just have to make up one game, which means one of those two teams ahead of those just has to falter a little bit while you play average basketball you're not saying to the wizards here at this point boy we really need you to go eight games above 500 and close really strong there's a really good chance kevin they can hang around 500 or less and easily get into the play in market so when you're talking about taking it down a over four to one price where i gotta make up one game and it's not kevin making up one game over the next four it's one game over roughly 23 24 25 games so it makes a lot of sense here value hunting and lastly, on Washington, you're talking about, you know, 500 ball, mm -hmm. 9 and 14, which is not, or 9 and 13, excuse me, I believe, which is not very good. Um, that's going to get you over their, over their win total. You need, second, you need nine wins in the second half of the season. 
I think it's, it might be 9 and 15 there, all in all, with the Washington Wizards DRS. Like that, and they play the fourth easiest schedule the rest of the way. There's a Wizards group to keep your eye on here in the second half. The Wizards play the fourth easiest schedule. The third easiest, Memphis Grizzlies, Donnie. What do you think about the Grizzlies coming into the second half of this season? I'm excited for this, too, because we talk about in the NBA, as we just said, boy, the NBA would hate Kevin if both the Nets and the Knicks aren't in the NBA playoffs this year as a big market. It seems mm-hmm. like one of those teams under the radar took a big step last year at saying, hey, let's get some, you know, playoff action here for some of our young guys, talking about the Grizzlies, John Morant and the crew. But you see them right now, Kevin, third overall in the Western Conference, 41-19 and 19, headed into the All-Star break, uh, eight wins out of their last 10 games. And it doesn't seem like they're getting a lot of respect because you can go right to the FanDuel Sportsbook right now and take a look at it. And this team is going to win its division over the Dallas Mavericks. You see there, Golden State, Phoenix, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Miami, Utah, Boston, Chicago. And then you get to the Grizzlies at 30-1. to 1. Kevin, is this one of these teams here where they have a lot to prove? Because when I'm looking at them heading out of the All-Star break, I don't think they're getting respect. I wonder inside that locker room, they're saying the same thing right now. Now, granted. They're not running to the FanDuel Sportsbook each and every day as teammates going, hey, man, you see our odds dropping at this point? But it just seems like to me the one team we're not talking about enough is the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Is it because they're still younger? Is it because they don't have that marquee veteran superstar that you can rely on? But this is a young, hungry team that sits in that three spot. I would not be surprised, Kevin, if they wind up as the two seed out west and maybe getting a little bit more respect. But there's so many teams out there that are still sitting above them at 30 to 1. I want to see them close the season strong and see where they wind up heading into the playoffs. Look, I think it's a great point. And not only, right, odds to win a championship, but odds to win a Western Conference. There is no justification for Memphis to be 17 to 1 compared to Utah's plus 550. Ah, but Utah's proven in the postseason. I've proven what? They can't get the job done? I mean, that, yeah, they, they've proven that much there. I mean, what are we even talking about here? Utah's not been better than them. Memphis has a better record by four games. Memphis has an easier schedule. Memphis's advanced numbers are better than the Utah Jazz in certain areas there. All in all, I don't understand the vision of, of an additional zero, almost, it feels like, in a way, sitting at a Memphis Grizzlies number compared to the Utah Jazz. So from that perspective alone, I will certainly agree that Memphis can present some value here. Their win total right now is 53.5 on the FanDuel Sportsbook for the second half of the season. I want to just bring in the Dallas Mavericks quickly here. The Mavericks catch my eye for a couple of reasons, but truthfully, none bigger than Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic closed out the second half of the year. Listen, he was playing such good ball. He went out there, gave you 49-12 and 8. And DRS and I went, now hold on, a little disappointed, wouldn't you say? Luka, no, you know, you left us two assists shy of the deal, man. We didn't appreciate that very much. But I've been talking about this, odds to win the MVP, and Luka Doncic is 30-1. to Now, this this is a very important case of knowing that you're not the one voting. Luca has a case to be made, but I don't know how everyone else is going to react. So I'm keeping my eye on the 30 to 1 because again, Donnie, Luka Doncic is going to have a record in striking distance of Joel Embiid, of Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's better than Nikola Jokic right now. And there's nobody in the world who's say, yeah, but come on, man, Luca's got Maxi Kleba and Dorian Finney-Smith. Mm-hmm. That's that's not an argument to be made, man. The, the, the yeah, well, listen, you know what? Maybe a little slant on Jalen Bronze who's gonna get, oh right, <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie who knocks a couple points, rebounds, and assists off those Doncic props there. 
30 to 1 is a number to keep your eye on for the Don in the NBA's MVP market. Up next, it's hot or not, it's the NFL broadcasting and rookie quarterbacks next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. It's time to hot or not. We begin in the booth with Sean McVay. Troy Aikman, it's all connected. So here's the deal. Troy's going to get a bag from a network to very likely, it seems, be you know ESPN be the Monday Night Football commentator there. I'm not going to give you a hot or not. Is Troy Aikman worth whatever amount of money that they're going to pay him? What I am going to talk about, though, is now two seats available, it seems, Donnie, in the broadcast booth. Sean McVay was already going to have some interest from Amazon, who I also think was interested in in Troy Aikman again they seem to be losing that battle but it also opens up the seat in Fox a lot of money out there in the booth Donnie Sean McVay is going to be taking a lot of phone calls from now until next season here's your hot or not hot or not Sean McVay will be broadcasting before he wins another Super Bowl I'm going to go not on this one. Now, initially reading through them, saying, you know what? It's really hard to win two Super Bowls. I mean, look at how many players never win a Super Bowl or a coach who's very good never wins a Super Bowl. But having gone back through the numbers here, Kevin, it's not that feasible where he can grab another Super Bowl here in the next couple of years and then get off into the broadcast booth. Because as I was trying to run, I say, man, how many coaches have done this? Take a look at Andy Reid, you know, only one Super Bowl. So there's probably a lot out there, but there's quite a few players, excuse me, uh, coaches that have actually won multiple Super Bowls. If we take a look overall at this list, it's pretty extensive. The most recent guy, to do, now here's the issue, because we talk about like recency bias. It's not as if you just rip it off, because obviously Bill Belichick, six Super Bowls, you should have taken him out, but he's done it, obviously, multiple times, three times over, winning two Super Bowls. But take a look at this list. Tom Coughlin has two, Mike Shanahan has two, George Seifert has two, Jimmy Johnson, Tom Flores, Vince Lombardi, Bill Parcells, Tom Landry, and Don Shula. Now, you might say to yourself, like, yes, 
That's a lot of people on that list. But at the same time, with two Super Bowls, who's most recent? Tom Coughlin. I mean, that's still dating back there. He did it 10 years ago. For myself and how young Sean McVay is, 36 years old, I still think that fire burns bright for being a head football coach, being day-to-day, and being a football lifer. Now, does that say that he has to turn into Bill Belichick and coach until he's 70 years old? No, it doesn't. He's making a ton of money right now and even more money in the broadcast booth eventually once he gets there. So I'm going to say right now there's more likely a chance that Sean McVay wins his second Super Bowl before he actually gets into the broadcast booth. I would be surprised because right now, Kevin, we're also not projecting out for Sean McVay that he's going to have a bad football team over the next five years. Like, oh, man. Odds are so stacked against this guy. They are right in the prime of making Mm -hmm. another run. Now, can they do it? Maybe, maybe not. But this is a good football team. He's a really good head coach. I'm going to say he wins one before he actually hangs it up and heads to the broadcast booth. Before this season, if you would have asked me, hey, Sean McVay over one and a half Super Bowls, before he had the one in his pocket, I would have said over. Sean McVay just won a Super Bowl. Mm, I'm not so sure how I feel about that over one and a half anymore donnie you might cash this being hot this off season they are going to dangle outrageous money in front of sean mcveigh's face sean mcveigh now donnie has a bidding war from two entities for his service in the booth now again again i would anticipate he is coaching this year as opposed to being in the booth. But I can't tell you that with 100% certainty. And it feels like one of those things now where they're going to call every single offseason. Because it seems, Donnie, like it's not that easy to find a John Madden. Because it feels like every single... I mean, listen, I guess ESPN's going to be fine now with Troy Aikman. But they've been rotating that booth now once a year. No one wants to give Jason Witt another chance. I mean, come on now. And the booger back up in the machine. Get the there, booger man. mobile they, out they, there. Yeah, they, they were building. Man, can we get Donnie to sit around on the big mobile and just push him from oh, sideline to sideline, blocking fans' views? I mean, someone explain what that was all about there, man. Wow. But Donnie, I just think this is a spot now where if he basically, Donnie, for me to say not, he would have to win the Super Bowl this coming season is almost how I'm feeling right now on Sean McVay. I'll tell you what's incredible about it, too, because, you know, we're, we're trying to get him into the booth because, hey, he'd be personable. But can you imagine this? Mm-hmm. Like, we saw when Tony Romo went to the booth, and a lot of people really liked him. Some people didn't like him, thought he talked a little bit too much. And nobody really wants to hear a guy guessing the play every single time. But it was kind of interesting to see because he was fresh out of the game. When you hear the, you know, combinations of switching off lines and which way they're going to block left or right or, you know, switching the play call. Tony Romo was right on top of it as if he was in the game. Can you imagine, like, Sean McVay in the booth, who is the brightest offensive mind in the sport, giving you a breakdown of a play just happened, why it happened, and what this team should actually do next? It would be fascinating stuff. And that's the compelling part because he's very good in front of the camera, but it's not just so much that. A lot of guys are good in front of the camera, but also to have that knowledge as when he speaks and he is nailing it the entire way through, that is one Mm -hmm. of those directions that we usually get like a color commentator being a former player, like a defensive back, defensive end. And yeah, he knows the game of football. But when we want to talk about, you know, strategies, X's and O's, you know, hey, what just happened in that third and five play? And after 30 seconds, you're like, oh my goodness, I just learned something about football. He can do that and that's why his price tag is going to be astronomical to get him in the booth and the funny thing is the same reason 
why McVay is so valuable to the Rams being 35 years old because he could coach right Donnie two decades and then maybe have another decade in the back pocket I mean imagine how long that this guy could sit around in the booth I mean, he might, end up, like, Don, he could just go play musical chairs and secure a bag from every single network. He might be able to. Troy Aikman's 55 right now. Troy Aikman is 55 right now, 20 years older than Sean McVay. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, Donnie, this guy walks in. And now, it'd be funny if he, all, if he ended up, like, whiffing somehow. But, it, like, this feels like can't miss, Donnie. When you look at the transition that Romo made there, I don't really see the world where McVay isn't a slam dunk. And, again, that's bad news for the Los Angeles Rams. No, it is. And it's a really good point you bring up because, you know, I'm a little bit older. When Emmett Smith retired and Jerry Rice retired, ESPN came calling with the bag like, man, we got the best wide receiver, maybe football player of all time in Jerry Rice. Let's try him out and we'll do the same with Emmett Smith. And after about three weeks, they're like, what did we just do here? Because these guys just can't hack it on camera, which is why they're no longer on. Who wouldn't want to have Jerry Rice each and every week sit on a panel here when you get to throw it to the best wide receiver of all time? Sometimes it just doesn't work, but you're right. You know, the transition to the booth of people that really get it, like Tony Romo made a quick transition to the booth without any, hey, I went to this broadcasting school or Syracuse or even Iona at this point here. A little slander out there for that. But at the same time, these, these guys are really good. Like, they're really good at their job and you knew it right away when Tony Romo got in the booth his game too you weren't saying like man he can't do this you're actually saying like whoa Nance and Romo are really good and I think Sean McVay will be of that ilk as well yeah Romo went to Iona man he probably would have made it to the booth a little bit sooner but he said he had to stick around in the yeah. NFL getting injured every single year because nah, he's like, I'm telling you guys out here if you're listening the way to get into the broadcasting business Bachelor of Arts people remember that so there you go no 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 no, no. trust me Check the Spiz Grizz lineup there, man. You go to a Mac school, you find your way right here. I'm telling you that. If people think you got to go to the Q, so I slander B-double-S right now. You ain't got to go to the Orange, uh-huh. man. The Mac, the Mac, and the real Mac. Not the one without the second A, man. The M-double-A-C, Donnie, uh-huh. runs this whole deal there, man. Mm-hmm. That and, of course, you know, West Virginia. All, you know, a couple semesters that we made it happen. How'd they, they even have a telephone in West Virginia? I mean, come on. How do you, I, how do you I rugged know. here? My, mama. Beats, beats me, man. <laughs> now, listen, I want to I want to slide some Trey Lance into the conversation, though, while we're talking some NFC West situations here because – like Jordan Love, right, Donnie? Jordan Love sits there. He watches the news. He's like, yep. yeah, man, whatever you want to do here. Like, it's cool. They keep paying me. Rodgers is great. I get it. I have big shoes to fill. I'm not I'm not all that bothered by it. Trey Lance is like, all right, now, hold, come on. Like, we're not positive that I can be better than Jimmy Garoppolo here? What do you mean Tom Brady's coming back? What do you mean they're going to trade for a rock star quarterback here? Well, I'll ask you, Donnie, hot or not, the 49ers should start Trey Lance this coming season. Absolutely not. And it's crazy. Like, you drafted this guy to be your franchise guy. Like, he's supposed to start year one and be on your way to, I don't know, two or three years on that rookie contract competing for a Super Bowl. And now we're saying to ourselves, like, hey, you couldn't beat out Jimmy Garoppolo, and, you know, that, that that's just fine. So the next year, like, once Garoppolo moves on, this is your team. Here are the keys to the kingdom. And now you're seeing that, hey, man, you know what, kid? 
hang out one more year. We're going to go for some of these older quarterbacks to try to come in here and compete with you. Then at the same time, you're saying, like, what happens if Tom Brady goes to the 49ers? It's probably not going to be a one-year gig. It's probably going to be a two-year gig that Tom Brady always used to say, I'll play to him 45, 50 years old or whatever it might be. And then you're saying, like, how farther down the line do you push this? And also, what is going to happen to the psyche here? And how do the 49ers spin this? They go, all right, we're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. We think we got some irons in the fire here where maybe we can get a Tom Brady and we can get an Aaron Rodgers. You flirt with them, they're agents, and it's out there, and then it doesn't work out, and then you go, ha, ha, fooled you guys all. It was always Trey Lance. Do you remember just a few years ago, actually, what, about two years ago now, when the draft was coming up for Trey Lance, and all you heard was everything out there, the smoke screen was like, man, Kyle Shanahan wants Mac Jones so bad. Watch him actually take him here. And then they wind up with Trey Lance, and they said, hey, we knew all along Trey Lance was our guy. Maybe so, maybe not so. But I'm interested to see who actually takes the starting you know, position. But I got to tell you, again, I can't get enough of this, Kevin. Why did they make this move to trade Trey Lance when they were a ready-made Super Bowl team? It still doesn't make any sense at this time. And no, he shouldn't be the starter next year if you get a viable veteran in to make another run into the playoffs or possibly a Super Bowl. Look, you've been saying this since. Have you ever seen a team misplay their hand or the way that the San Francisco 49ers have here? I mean, this group was able to do whatever with Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, again, a conference championship and a Super Bowl appearance with Jimmy Garoppolo pretty much playing bad football the entire way there. (laughs) Certainly during this uh, last postseason run, no doubt about it. He was trash in every game, no matter what anyone wants to tell you about quarterback wins. To think that, well, listen, if we draft Trey Lance, Kyle will make this work. Kyle will make anything work. Like, that's (laughs) what we've seen here. What if you give Kyle an established guy? I mean, he could have drafted Davis. Like, here's... Here's basically why, Donnie, I think this team needs to explore every avenue that is not Trey Lance, Rodgers, Watson, Brady, is if Davis Mills just stepped in and was now Trey Lance, I'd have the same expectations for the 49ers next year. Do you know what what slander that is? I, I spent week slandering Davis Mills for not being able to get the job done. He figured it out down the backstretch there in Houston. He actually did all right. He might have been he might have been the best rookie quarterback last year in the entire league. I mean, I just can't envision a world, Donnie, where once again, with a Super Bowl roster, Super Bowl head coach, you go out there with a question mark at the most important position in the league. And you're right. And also, like during the season, it was sort of known. Like, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger is going to retire. We knew that, right? We didn't have any idea that Tom Brady was going to do it. But the one foregone conclusion for the 49ers was this is the last ride for Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. And everybody was on board with that. Trey Lance's team or whoever knows what's going to be next. And this year goes on. Same thing. Same thing. Hey, man, Trey Lance has been unbelievable in practice. Then we get to the end of the year where Jimmy Garoppolo, again, didn't play all that well in a playoff run. And now I'm starting to read like, we whoa. whoa. We never said we're getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo at this time. And they said, oh, boy. That just means that's an indictment because you should have everybody in that organization on the same page going, Trey Lance was always our guy. He's the starter. He's taking over next year. And that's not the case here. Hey, San Francisco, maybe you whiffed on this one. We'll see. I'm telling you this right now. They bring Jimmy Garoppolo back. Amazon's Ooh, about to man. blast up Kyle Shanahan's line, and he's going <laughs> to say, ah, let, me, let me take a look at this here, man. We're closing out early, like, hour one next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports Grid fans. Yeah, that's you. Doesn't everybody love a survey? I know I do. You might, you might listen. Here's the thing. A lot of times people think that Donnie's not paying a lick of attention. They're right. But he could pretend that he's doing a survey, and that's what you could do as well. There's a quick commercial break coming up. You get this survey done in the commercial break, and you're right back here for hour number two. Here's the deal. At SportsGrid, always looking to improve everything that we got going on here for you, the listener, the viewer, and the user of everything that's happening, right? I mean, we've been trying to get Donnie to up his game a little bit. He's, he's doing his best, no doubt about it. But the best way for us to improve, Donnie, is for you to let us know what you like, what you need, what you want. Make mm. sure you tell them that you love the early line and you love Moneyline, the new radio show there. Here's what you got to do. You take a brief survey, survey.sportsgrid.com. We'd love to hear from you. Give us your feedback. Help Donnie become better at his job there at survey.sportsgrid.com. Help us, help you, help us, help you, Donnie. Yeah, doing it right now is a survey, and it's saying who's the best personality on the grid. Donnie writes that. Who should be on more? Donnie writes it. And also, there is a box at yeah. the bottom of this QR that says signed 8x10 by, by BSS and John Shamus. Impressive stuff if you fill that out, apparently. Is it true, I, though? I think Is that true, or am I getting ahead I of heard. myself? I, no, I think, yeah. I think they both do double finger guns in the post. Like this. One. No, no, like this. Like yeah. Ben's like this. Oh, yeah. No, they, yeah. they do, like, back-to-back. Yeah. -back, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, wait, look, yeah. look, Donnie. Line it yeah. up. Donnie, go back-to-back -back with yeah. me here. We'll do a pose. There you go, Donnie. Now, figure it out. Watch. I knew he was going to go the wrong way, oh, man. Oh, what, are you going to hug man. me? Yeah. Come on, Donnie. There you go. Donnie, do the guns, man. Oh, We're here. Sportsgridsurvey.com and let us know. Good pose. Whoa. That's a new thumbnail. Yeah. We're still creating one for Moneyline. Tell EJ we just did his job. Oh, hold on. I, now, You're now welcome. I didn't know which way we were going there. I liked it the other yeah. way. Like you get a big hug on camera. Yeah. You want hug, hug. Donnie, wait, hold on. Donnie, give me a hug. 
Give me a hug, DRS. Where am I going here? Yeah, I knew he got the wrong way again. I knew he got the wrong way again. Sportman.com. Top that, Ben. Hour two's next. It's Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.